Hello, I'm your host, Gary Oz, and this is Just Loving Life and Why You Should. I share related experiences in mental and physical health, personal wealth, entertainment, and sports for the more mature man. So go ahead and press the follow button on whatever directory you're currently listening on. Body Products. Body Products. Are the proud sponsors. The proud sponsors. Of Just Loving Life. Just Loving Life. Just Loving Life. With Gary Oz. Gary Oz. Beauty originates deep inside. 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 Okay. I loved about this whole era is that it's um, employed, let's call it as it is, a lot of black people you know uh, and got them to maybe have a chance to work in a genre that maybe at that time wasn't readily available they would be on the periphery they'd probably be working in other environments non-related to the industry because they have to eat at the end of the day as you said you know extras didn't get paid back then you know so to put your face on something doesn't mean you got paid (laughs) it just means that Mm -hmm. your face was on on top of something you're happy for the work in order to put it on your curriculum vitae your cv your bio to say you've done this and done that you know (laughs) but when you look at your bank account nothing came in from it it just means that you've done some work you know Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke to a lot of film directors and I love the posters and I'm going to keep going on about the posters that whole era, very colourful you mentioned about the artwork the artwork, it just no pun intended it paints pictures to me visual pictures to me to this day, I said the book jumped out at me, it jumped out at me because the, it, as I said before, it took me back to a time my youth, my innocence um, and experiencing, like you said, um, gunshots, drugs, um, uh, sex, all of those things, but, but black people doing those things. It, that just was amazing. But staying with um, the, the whole film industry and the directors and the writers per se, I think a lot of black actors at that particular time the Jim Browns, the Fred Williamson's, who are ex-NFL players, had some major roles. You know, I am a big fan of martial arts, so, you know, watching Jim Kelly in some of the later mm. movies and things like, big fan of, Jim, <laughs> of martial arts. He's great. Fantastic, yes. Absolutely. All of those things, going on to the actors, the, the you talk of um, Foxy Brown, the name that comes to mind, Pam Greer, naturally. Um, hopefully got that right. <laughs> so, you know, and I know Tarantino, uh, you mentioned that name earlier, Tarantino is a big fan of that genre. And I can see a lot of his style of movie making comes from that era. Am I correct in saying that? Completely, yes. So he's from our generation. He saw them when he was really young and they really impacted him. He thought these, this, these films are more interesting than the, the mainstream films. 
why aren't they being celebrated? So when he has a career in Hollywood, he really does bring to the screen all of his early ideas of action and and the craziness that it, that's in his pictures. Jackie Brown is written for Pam Greer, his hero, um, so that she can come back and, and re-enter the film industry. She had retired at that point. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's very impacted by them. And he really is one of the uh, custodians of the genre, if you will, um, because it keeps um, bringing it back. He, he's not the only one. So we have um, um, Dolomite is my name, yeah. which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yes, uh, great film. It and is a great biography that also brings the old world to the new world. It's really great. What, what um, celebrates with that? This shows how powerful that, that that particular era was, and the movies were. You had the bigger white actors at the time. You can't get no bigger at that time. Steve McQueen, guys like mm. Charlton Heston, Dean Martin. You know, these were big white actors at the time, but they had to get themselves involved with these black movies. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, and and they had to, but they also thought it was cool. You know, Shelley Winters, time Oscar winner. Um, she's in uh, a bunch of the movies. They also thought it was a cool thing. They wanted to be cool too and modern, and so they continued with what was going on. Winters is mommy in Cleopatra Jones. She's the she's the, the female pimp. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh they were game for the new genre. They really were. No, they they really were. This is, I can't emphasize to anybody listening to this, and if you're of a certain age, you probably don't get it. Um, it. When you put these things in context, the Hollywood was practically dying on its feet at the time. These creative directors, movie makers of a genre that, as you said, on a small budget, half a million dollars is not a lot of money in the movie business. You know, that barely make an advert these days. You know, yes. You know, and, and that's what it is. And to make 10 times the amount, because recognize it and still not really have the respect of Hollywood from it. But what they do respect is the green, the money, the dollars that come from it. What they do respect from that, you know, um, as I said to you, I'm a big fan of uh, martial arts. And, you know, uh, it's one of the reasons why Bruce Lee left uh, Hollywood to go make movies in Hong Kong because he wasn't going to be recognized for his talents. You know, they kept taking his parts, an Asian-American, away from him and giving it to somebody else. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, so it's... This was Hollywood of, say, late 60s and 70s for for some time. So when you... When I look back at that era, I see the struggle, I see the, the creativity, I see the whole nuance, I see the visuals, the writers, the music, the, just that whole, it's, it's just beautiful. I, words are leaving me now, that whole thing. Your book, going back to the Black Exploitation Cinema, The Essential Guide, it is the essential guide for me, personally. And I'm not saying it's lightly. I the style, the fashion. Black people were very colourful, very style, very, very conscious. At least in those days we were, you know, the the big hair, the outfits, you know, I'm black, I'm proud, that sort of uh, information. When you pick up this book, and I will invite anybody to go and find this book, 
go online, Amazon, one of those places, and you will see anybody of that genre, the information jumps out. Now I'm looking at the style, the fashion, one of the things where you, you've got Richard Roundtree, AKA Shaft, holding the gun, Jim Williamson holding the gun. But let's take it a different angle. Um, some of these films, let's be honest, are not so good, right? Most of them aren't, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we were so hungry to see ourselves on the screen that um, we embraced everything at the time. Even though it wasn't so great, it still was all new. We hadn't seen ourselves like that before. But most of the films aren't that great because it, the, there wasn't the money there to, to make them great. If they're great, it's 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 kind of um, a fluke. Yeah, more luck than judgment. <laughs> yeah, it's just luck. Superfly yeah. is great, but it's a fluke. You know, so is Shaft and the other ones. Um, it wasn't because there, there was a great investment or they could go back and redo things. It was just because it clicked, it worked. Uh, the timing was right. Every Osmosis, everything came together at one time. Mm-hmm. But... Um, there is a joy in seeing the bad films as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Full joy. It full is. joy in bad film made with good intentions. Yeah. Nobody makes a film to make it bad. No. Everyone is trying to make something good, but sometimes it's just bad. <laughs> and you love it. You love it for the intent and for what you hope to do, but it didn't happen. Sometimes it's so bad it's good because it's bad. Yes, <laughs> bad meaning bad, not bad meaning good. <laughs> completely, yes. Uh, I, I, listen, this this whole genre for me, uh, and I keep referring back to you. Um, I, as I got a bit older, um, my nearest older brother started taking me to the cinema, and um, when I saw. In fact, I could go before that. <laughs> That's showing my age now. We had um, black and white television in our homes. Um, but my one of my cousin's um, boyfriend um, worked for a company who was able to supply movies. And, um, you can, and one of the first films I ever watched on VHS, because he could get VHS or Betamax, right? Betamax. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the first films I saw on video, because this is still new, this is phew, late 70s. One of the first films I ever saw, it was, uh, I'm going to get the name incorrect. Um, what it is, there's a line in the movie <laughs> that to this day I'll never forget. And he says, I'm for real, Toot Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, the name of the film has just escaped me. Um, and I'm going to search through the book in a minute. Uh, um, I have to <clears throat> let me think of that. Uh, it's not super. Um, no, no, it's one of the lesser known, but I liked it because of the script. So I want to go through the book in a minute. However, um, the point of my story was this um, that captured my attention. That book captured my, uh, that movie captured it. And because I could watch it and watch it again, because we had a videotape, we had a, a VCR recorder. So it'd bring the VCR recorder around and it would give us the VHS or the Betamax tape, whatever quality. And Betamax tape at that time was a slightly better quality tape than VHS. But VHS yes. was more popular. And that's why it won the market at the time. Of course. Absolutely. So we kept, I kept watching this. I, I got to know the script in my head because you got to understand it. 
didn't see none of these things on cinema. I was still a bit too young. Um, and me and my male cousin, we'd watch this thing on, on a daily basis, two, two, three times in a session. And then we'd watch it again tomorrow. And if the, uh, if it started on Friday night, we'd probably watch it over the weekend, but probably about like 15, 20 times. And then the, he'd have to take the VCR back to work. So you work for some company that supplied VCRs and, and obviously these movies. But I wow, was... I want to know which I want to know which film this is. Wow. <laughs> Bear with me a second. But obviously because... <laughs> What I'm talking about was I saw a lot of these black movies based on that before things like, I think at that time, Blockbuster or one of those supplies did not exist yet over here anyway. It didn't quite exist. Yes. So this is pre-Blockbuster. This is really showing my age right now. Um, so this is mm. pre, pre that, pre all those sorts of things. And what amazed me was that, again, it's the colour, the script, the dialogue, if I watch if I watch that film now, probably in the same experience you have with coffee. If I watch that film now, it does take me back. And if I say that one or two lines to my cousin, he knows exactly what the movie is. And I'm searching through the book as we speak to remind myself what the movie is. But before I go there, um, you've got to, you've spoken to people. Here we go. I've got it right in front of me. Bear with me. Um, it's a film. I think. Produced or directed by Jamar Fanaka, is that correct? Yes, uh-huh. Right, okay. And I'm looking at the movie. It stars, it's called Penitentiary. That's it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Penitentiary. Uh, it was just raw. I liked about the film. The film was raw. You know, that impacted me a lot, that particular movie. But when you go through that, obviously the women... I thought were very sexy at the time um, because what we'd see in movies and, and, and slight love scenes would, would be white film actors with white female actresses. You know, your Steve McQueen's whoever, great looking guy, handsome guy, albeit Steve McQueen with all these women, you know. Um, but for me, you know, when you saw somebody that looked like us on the big screen, that was amazing. So when I look at those things, it still it makes my heart feel warm. It's when you see how things have progressed throughout the years, the influence of, say, um, say black hip-hop culture, um, R&B, how it, how it grew from that one sector. The music was always there. Um, but when you merge the two together with music, with video or music and film, you now have a 90 or 120-minute video. <laughs> as far as I'm agreed, yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to to make clear to the younger generation how impactful it was to see us in different scenarios, like lovemaking, mm. like courtship, like uh, everyday life. Um, you mentioned Jamal Fanaka and his penitentiary series. That there's three of those films. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, he, when when I talked with him, such a great man. He was so honored to that I would even consider looking back at his films. Um, he, I asked him, how did you how were you able to write so uh, honestly about prison life? And he said, Josiah, I've never told anyone this before, but I spent a year in prison. I um, was involved uh, in a robbery and I went to prison. And so what is on the screen is, a, is my direct uh, knowledge of prison life. And I think that that's why people connected with it and why it's been a success.
So I was honored to uh, hear those stories and how wonderful that he went from that, from the wrong side of the tracks, to making films. And we are talking about him now. He has made a mark. He left uh, those films for us. Yeah, he's no longer with us. And um, they're great. They're really great and very special. If you like this podcast, like and subscribe or follow and give a five-star review where it's applicable. If you wish to contact me, though, I'm available through the website, which is all the W's, justloving-life.com, whereas you'll be alerted with the most recent episodes, which is generally available every Tuesday. Also, tell your friends, family, and anyone acquainted with your existence about these shows, because then you'll be helping a brother out. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, let's be careful out there.